welcome to another edition of Game Wild. You call it like a mini edition. We're not going to be doing too much today because it is Father's Day and I've got a lot going on. So we are just going to kind of recap E3, talk about what we thought about it and what's to come in the gaming world for the rest of this year, hopefully. So we're going to go just jump right into it, get it knocking out. Make sure you guys are liking us on YouTube, subscribing to the channel. Give us five stars on the podcast app of your choice. If all the podcast apps give stars, if not, rate a positive review because it helps out the podcast. So And happy right Father's Day, man, because you, you, oh, you. you actually are a father. I am. <laughs> I am like a technical one because we just got you're a, a you're, a, you're a puppy but, father. Yeah, I'm a puppy you're a, father. You're a puppy father. You, you get so, all the credit yeah. here. <laughs> yes, that's great. It's hard work either way. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, question of the week is straightforward. Who won E3? We are going to answer that question at the end after we do kind of our recap. Obviously, mm-hmm. last week... We focused a lot on Bethesda and Microsoft because they had just had theirs. Um, and a little bit of Square and, Enix. Little and we talked about Square Enix because they were there too, but we had anticipation for Capcom and also Nintendo. We'll get into those two as well, uh, on top of a few other things that happened during E3, but I don't feel anything blue our mind at least i didn't see anything that like blew my mind i thought there were things that were really cool and i'm glad that there's some stuff happening um this, 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 with some this ips podcast, but it's gonna make you feel so good for the first this, but, this podcast <laughs> this oh, episode wow. it's gonna you're gonna feel great after this because you just said Feeling nothing great. nothing really blew your mind and there were there was very clearly one thing that blew my mind. So okay. we'll, we'll get to right. that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. I mean, there were some cool games, don't get me wrong. And there were things that came out that were nice, but nothing that like I felt like was, oh no, look at this. This is going to revolutionize something or to that effect anyways. But yeah, no, so let's just... I, I will say there was no mm. like future tech type stuff that I was excited about, right? Um, mm. Like, and I guess that's really just because we just got the new consoles already. So I guess there's really nothing yeah. to announce in regards to that. No, no VR or anything like that, but. Right, right. But, but I mean, let, let's get right into it. We kind of put down like a, a running list of things that happened. Um, you know, they had a Battlefield 40, 2042 review or reveal, excuse me, which is whatever. I mean, Battlefield's Battlefield. I'm not. Once again, like nothing that really crushed me into saying, "Oh my God, look!" It's at a shooter. This. Like it's a, it's a. I, I don't know about you. I actually thought about this when I was making this list. I don't know about you, Roughhouse, but like, I don't get excited for a regular like military esque shooter nowadays. Mm, and I think right. it's because COD has literally made me numb to that. <laughs> I am just like, right. oh, Call of Duty, Battlefield. Who actually cares at this point? Who actually gives a shit that another one of these is coming out? Move well, on to the next thing. Does. Well, <laughs> well, somebody yeah. does. A lot of people do. You want to be making them? Uh, yeah, a lot of people do with COD. I just I don't get it, and I guess it's it's like all reliable at this point, where yeah, it's sure. it's a balanced shooter game that people feel confident, you know, playing competitively. It's like it's like League of Legends. It's a balanced MMO that people feel confident playing competitively. So that's that's what we get with COD. Because well, I get ya. Um, and Halo's kind of been off the map for a while, with the exception of hopefully until now. Yeah, hopefully, it comes back. This um, well, this when is Christmas, bro. This yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's coming out soon. I can't wait. Uh, Prime Matter was I didn't realize this, but they announced a new game publisher. It's called Prime Matter, and okay. without getting too much into it, I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought this was funny. 
they they're literally a publisher owned by a publisher owned by a publisher owned by a publisher i'm not even making that up so if you look up prime it's it's literally like five publishers down a chain of people that are now making another publisher so it's like why did you make another publisher when you could just use one of the other publishers to make the games not only that they announced these games the chant final form dolmen echoes of the end encased the last orikru and scars above i don't have a any clue what any of those games are because they're brand new from this game publisher but B, if you're a new quote-unquote premium is what they labeled it, game publisher, which is basically to me as like, we're going to make AAA titles. We're going to make the next Assassin's Creed. We're going to, you know, stuff like that. I don't know how I feel about announcing eight games and saying you're a premium game publisher. Now you're spreading your time across eight different games. Like, no, thank you. I'd rather you announce one and then kill it. Like, mm-hmm. so I have no faith. I'm not going to lie. I have zero faith in this new game publisher. It is what it is. But... I do have faith in Elden Ring. Well, I I do want to just state that I do enjoy your positivity and go forward. (laughs) I am positively sure that I am not not have faith in that. It just makes sense, man. You put all your effort into one thing. I'm interested in Dolman. Dolman (laughs) sounds like that's... uh... That's a shot in the dark title right yeah, there. Yeah, what even is that? Dolmen? Uh, I, don't... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the origins of how the guy from Dole made all of his uh, canned fruits. Listen, there's Final Form in here. Maybe it's based on Frieza. I don't know. If it is based oh. on Frieza, maybe it'll be a good game. <laughs> but uh, El- this Elden oh, Ring game, Elden though, Ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, see yeah. the Did you see the actual uh, video for it? I saw actually saw something a really long time ago for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see any. I didn't see anything new that came from E3 this year. But it it definitely piqued my interest when I saw the kind of like teaser cinematic thing that they did, mm-hmm. which I believe they were like all like a bunch of military people all trapped in like a kind of like mm-hmm. a tomb slash cathedral, if I remember correctly. So, well. I mean, yeah. I mean, first off, it, it looked beautiful, right? I mean, the it's... fact that I remember that is impressive. I... <laughs> and I think the only reason I remember it was because of the George R. R. Martin. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. That's the biggest thing with this game is that when you, in my eyes nowadays, because we've talked about how video games are like the the next step in entertainment, like they already make more money than movies now. When we start seeing huge names like George R.R. Martin, and we're actually going to see another game, which I did not realize was announced by Ubisoft, by the way, um, that has to do with a movie. Um, When you see George R.R. Martin making the storyline for a game, and this game, by the way, is the team behind Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which are all bangers of titles. Holy shit, yeah, am I excited for that. See, so see, and see the difference? See the difference? Prime Matter, eight games. Elden Ring, one game, lots of shit crammed into it with awesome producers, but, an awesome storyline. That's much better. Come on. But it, but it is from Bandai Namco, right? It so, is. Okay, well, yeah, and Bandai Namco is questionable. Oh, they have best. tons of games, too. Hmm. So it's not like, They did make know. a Dragon Ball Z game that, you know, <laughs> they get a lot of hmm. card game that, uh, it gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack to say the least. All right, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft Roughhouse. Um, Far Cry Six, we we kind of saw at the Microsoft concert too. Um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, 
which for those of you who don't know was renamed because it was originally going to be released as tom clancy's rainbow six quarantine which i mean i don't know I honestly guess you can go either I way with that it would work <laughs> yeah i still think that's, that would work but that's they would have just added a little differently <laughs> like i don't Actually, know tweak the game a little bit and now it sells more copies because everybody's like this is the game you buy in 2021 and 2022 i don't know i don't know if you took me up on my suggestion but there uh is a very kind of unique comedy um on netflix called bo burns inside did you ever did you watch it yet no, no i keep seeing it come up okay. i recommended though so so like halfway in he does a skit where he's a streamer and he's okay. like like in the corner and everything and he's like oh thanks for the thanks for the sub and everything yeah. <laughs> but what he's awesome. doing is he's playing a game of himself in quarantined in the room and like trying to like get out of the room <laughs> And it's it is just so funny. It is and like he's playing it and he keeps interacting with people in the chat and stuff. So it's like it's like watching him for like three minutes be a real streamer and it is so funny how freaking accurate, accurate yeah. it was. Even though like the game itself didn't matter, but it was kind of funny. Wait, but was he in a hot tub? <laughs> he was not in a hot tub. Oh, he was that's so doing, unfortunate. He, he was OG streaming. He was OG oh, streaming. OG so, streaming. Okay. He's not yeah, he's not like, with what all yeah. the new new kids are doing nowadays. Yeah, exactly. So I just I just recommend I just recommend that because that was really funny. It is very odd. There are things that hit, there are things that miss, but it, it's uh it was a really good special altogether. And the only reason I say that is because basically the game he played was was basically him quarantined trying to escape quarantine and like a very wow. like i don't know resident evil-esque type style so That's when awesome. he was moving his character it was like like you know and trying to open drawers and keep well, opening a door that wouldn't open because it kept saying it was locked but it's, he kept trying to open it you know stuff like that it's interesting to me too because they made the decision to rename this and i actually saw in steam i think there's a game called quarantine that is literally about like a pandemic so like you can go one way or the other you can use that to your advantage or you can say ah we just want to stay away from it and i think i guess tom clancy's such a big name that maybe at that point you just want to not touch it um sure. which is why you take it off but riders republic uh was also announced by ubisoft which is definitely up ubisoft's alley but it's a very weird like kind of first take on an mmo extreme sports title which if you could process that for a second you like race with like 67 other people in wingsuits and snowboards and like it's mm. weird um so we'll see how that does mario and rabbids was technically announced that ubisoft was then also uh brought up at nintendo as well we'll get you know through the nintendo stuff in a second rocksmith plus is actual it's not like guitar hero it's how to learn it's it's to learn to play guitar like it actually mm -hmm. teaches you i think it's like a subscription-based thing too and here's the other one boulevard you are wow i i just called you boulevard holy shit wow <laughs> you know what it is i'm in such a that's caster mode from that's yesterday sjw <laughs> Um, SJW now. Lay it on me. It's fine. It's fine. Because literally for nine hours straight yesterday, all I'm doing is saying Boulevard, 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 Boulevard. All now I'm on like a casting type situation again, and I gotta yeah, get the name for, out of my for those For those who don't know, Boulevard is his casting partner for Legends of Runeterra yeah. cast that he does. Because I'm not available to cast for ten hours straight. What do you mean? You don't have no life like me? Come on. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I 
like truly believe that I could do that with you without knowing anything and just be like that guy who makes the comments, I think yeah. it would be hilarious. <laughs> because I think people would actually like, kind of think that's funny. Like, who's this guy um, again? Why is he here? <laughs> Why does... What is what is this card supposed to do? It doesn't look like it does anything. <laughs> oh my god, Roughhouse is what I meant to say there. Um, yes, Roughhouse, are you excited for the no. Avatar movie coming out? Wait, no, what? no, really, no, no, no. freaking. Are you serious? Are you no, messing with I me? Because I just messed no, up your listen, name. No, <laughs> listen, I thought right. No, I thought Avatar was a great movie and everything, and it's cool. But I just, I don't know. I didn't like. Didn't like oh it? my god. No, I, I did like it, but oh, I wasn't okay. like, like I pro- I watched it once, and I don't think I ever it watched it. Wasn't life changing like, or anything? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't okay. like, oh my god, this is just amazing. These people and they they they're getting dis- their whole world destroyed by this military. The you know like it's like it's been done before, but yeah, I get the whole like beauty of it, and it's an amazing movie. Um, in regards to the way it looks and when it was released everything like that when it was released obviously mm-hmm. but like and you know it'd be cool i'd go on the ride at at the uh, theme park or something if i ever got, went there again you know and all that stuff so it's not but like it's not like oh my god i can't like it's not my number one i like oh this this is ip that i'm i'm hungry for i actually i see i was the exact opposite i am hungry for it like i and in, in 2009 it, the reason I think it was so amazing was because back in 2009, it looks like certain games that we play today. Like, it was that far ahead of its time, graphics-wise and CGI-wise, that it stood up for 10 years. Now that we're getting another one, I can only imagine what... I mean, we're going to get a look at basically 2035 technology, you know, if I already guess. So, uh, But the reason I mention that is because Ubisoft announced Frontiers of Pandora, which is a game based on Avatar. Pandora was like the land they were in. And um, it's oh, developed the, by the Massive. World. Yeah, the world, yeah. And then uh, the land, I don't know. <laughs> the, the Massive. I just I just finished a Magic the Gathering game, too. See, I kick it all my shit straight in my head, so I'm thinking about lands and casting and all this stuff. Um, it's developed by Massive, who made Division 2, for those of you who don't know. So, very interesting. I'm curious to see if it's Division 2. Like, that immediately gives me that sort of, like, you're going to have equipment and you're going to have a character, maybe like a Destiny-type game or something like that in Pandora. I don't know. Um That'd be interesting. We went through Xbox, went through Square Enix last week. What do you think about Nintendo Roughhouse? So re re listen to that podcast or listen to that podcast if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, that was last week. Uh, Nintendo, I think Nintendo did a great job. Um, I think they were right up there with Microsoft. They didn't really uh, screw the pooch like some others that we're going to be talking about shortly. But um, I think it's just you know though. It is one of those things where, like, Nintendo just, they have, they have the IP, okay? Like, if you look at everything that they put down in this, it's all basically rehashed in some way IP from Nintendo. There there was nothing there that was like, oh my gosh, this is, like, mind-blowing new, like, hey, guess what they're doing? Like, like I said before in last week's one i would have really liked to see something that was like a peach like the princess focus type situation and put them in the in the mario slash luigi world you know like the realm of them being the heroes in some respect Mm -hmm. um but they didn't do that which is fine and i get why they didn't but the fact that they basically dropped 
um i guess yeah like realistically i'm looking at the list right now and it's all games that have been done before <clears throat> with a new twist on them well isn't know, that isn't way. that nintendo's shtick though right like well, that's what I said. That's yeah. why I said that they didn't do anything like, but like, and in all the games look great, and I'm not, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not shying away from the fact that you know two or three of these these items are going to be on one of my lists to get for sure. And I, I so. guess, I guess, with me, I, I kind of agree for the most part. Um, like, I think they just they did enough to get by. They did they did enough for people to say like, okay, Nintendo had an okay E3 conference. Like, and I No, think- I think they had a good one. I don't think they had an okay one. And and I think the I guess, yeah, reason could- why well, the reason why I think it was good in, instead of okay like you're putting it is because when you look at the rest of E3, oh, it was ass. Like yeah. it's like uh-huh, so yeah. you can't like so <laughs> I even okay, if yeah, you felt like even if you felt like Nintendo fell into some type of mediocrity, yeah. it was more or less it was better better was, than yeah. the rest mm-hmm. and, and and so i think that's why and like I, I am super pumped for mario golf and the new mario party uh a hundred percent like and on those two for sure i was just gonna say yeah you were, like telling Metroid. Me other, you were telling me the other day you were gonna get mario party right mm-hmm. Play with your yeah the, the new mario party and the mario golf one probably but like you know metroid played it like it but not like oh my gosh this is the ip that i need right now um same thing with with you know Smash Brothers and getting another character and you know bring Kazuya back from um, Tekken. Tekken. Not like oh my gosh, are you aware? It's just like probably one of those fun like stupid mini game games that I would probably get to play with my daughter. And mm-hmm. once again, another thing too, Zelda. It's just it's great. I just don't have the time to invest in something like that. So that's why like I'm I'm super pumped about like pick up and play quick games like Mario Party, Mario Golf. Wario where that type of situation yeah and for those real real quick just a little bit of a rundown i guess um so i know you mentioned metroid in there it's actually metroid dread which um is not metroid 4 people were actually kind of expecting metroid 4 to be announced which i think if they did something like that they might have been actually competing with um you know competing better at e3 um to for like that top spot and uh, was the other one? Oh, Breath of the Wild sequel was what um, Rough House was referring to with Zelda, and all they really did was show a trailer and mention that like, okay, it's gonna be like the last one, except now you can use the skies are free territory too. Like you can use the skies, and uh, they said a 2022 release date with not much confidence. Like you know, well, we're aiming for 2022 release date, so that very well could be pushed to 2023. A lot of these games, you're gonna keep in mind too. This is another reason. Like, I take a lot of this E3 with a grain of salt, um, especially because people like Sony and EA weren't there. But, like, we ha- we this is this is a new precedent. We've never had E3 under this precedent of an entire year, like, almost shutting down the world, right? And it's weird. Um, I don't think it's odd that we're not getting a whole lot of new IPs and stuff like that getting announced just because, you know, people are finally getting their shit back together. We're not going to see a lot for the rest of the year. But 2022 is when we're going to start seeing a lot of games start to come out. We're going to see a lot more announcements probably towards the end of this year for 2022 and 2023. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit different. Shin Megami Tensei 5 was uh, announced for the release date as well, um, which is cool. I mean, that's a long-standing series. But again, like Roughhouse said, it's just adding on to, you know, another long-standing series that they have. And Mario Golf, I'm getting. I'm getting that game. It is literally like Hot Shots Golf. And for anybody who's played Hot Shots Golf, that game is hella addicting. So I'll probably be picking it up. 
Activision Blizzard. I don't know if we touched on them, but we touched on Diablo. Diablo yeah. because Diablo was in the Microsoft Bethesda conference, and yeah. you know, not much to be said there other than you know, it looks great. I mean, yeah, looks, Activision yeah. Blizzard doing what they do best: rehashing old IP to uh, yeah. to update it, and people will buy it, which is like really true. Like, so, see, and there's but there's a core there's a core difference though, right, between like Nintendo and Activision Blizzard. Nintendo does it, but like reinvents the game, makes new things in the game, like makes Mario 3D, yeah. like, you know, just changes things around. Activision Blizzard literally resells the same shit. They literally right. don't like slap a sticker on they it, like it's new. Like, well, what they did is they reskinned Diablo 2 with like, Diablo honestly, 3. the Diablo 3. Yeah, I think. Like, yeah, I that's mean, exactly what they so, did. Yeah. And they're so going to make a crap sorry, ton bro. of money off of it, though. So it's, um, so it's not... I mean, I don't fault them for it from a business standpoint. Overwatch 2 was, like, mentioned and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if a yeah. lot of people have comments. Well, talk about mention, well, let's just talk about mentioning things. Let's get into Capcom. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. they were just, like, really just mentioned, oh, by the way, uh, Resident Evil The Village is going to have DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was a shit think? conference. That was... You think? Yeah, Capcom, think? that was... That was bad. Oh, and, and by the way, we think that Monster Hunter is the only other IP that we really have that's going to bring Capcom home. I mean, like, where was Street Fighter stuff? Where was Mega yeah. Man stuff? Where were things like that? Except for, like, they were just like, listen, Resident Evil Village did very well. We're just going to put DLC out. Not even, like, give you any types of hints of yeah. what it could be, what it could bring. Um, and then... To not have Street it, Fighter and, and Mega Man is, is blows right. my mind. Because those are the games people really... I mean, I guess Resident Evil's number one. But then I'd say Street Fighter is number two mm -hmm. and Mega Man... Or maybe Monster Hunter than Mega and, Man. And, you know, for them to to not have anything really cool to show off for DLC or, like, announce, like, what it's going to be... Like, little effort. They have to have those plans in advance. And if they did it because they were like, oof, we don't know if the village is going to really carry the weight that the other ones did, it totally did. It sold very well. It had great numbers, so I don't think there would have there was a surprise, and you know it'd be interesting to see what the DLC is like. Actually, you know it's funny. This is like the first game that I'm actually replaying because you can do so many bonus things. So I've unlocked a bunch of like achievements and stuff in Resident Evil 8: The Village because yep. it's just it, there's like some replayability, and I've knocked out a lot of them. Believe it or not, it's kind of funny. Um, I'm shooting for the. Th one of the achievements where if you play it three times, you'll get an achievement. So I'm going to try to do that, but you can unlock things to kind of help you with the harder stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like inf infinite ammo, things like that. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I, listen, don't get me wrong. Resident Evil is a great game, but I, I, I'm not impressed lately with Capcom's company in general. I think they could be doing a lot more. And um, I think I'm actually surprised they had a conference they even opted to do this and then had so little to actually present. Bandai Namco, in comparison, I mean, they barely presented more, but mm -hmm. it was technically more. They uh, the House of Ashes, they showed some stuff for. They're porting DBZ Kakarot to the Switch, which I actually might mm -hmm. be interested in. So that's that's there actually a pretty big deal. Um, and then Scarlet Nexus was revealed at Microsoft's event, which, I mean, that looks like a really good game. So like that is that's yeah. that's cool, right? Like that's a it's a new game. Bandai's showing off. Like I think Bandai, for the size of Bandai and for how much you know people expected them to do with this, like I think they did okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have Gearbox. Borderlands is having a movie, which is amazing. I cannot wait to right. see that. Right, and 
I'm interested to see how that plays out because some of the casting is questionable, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. They also announced um, Tiny Tina. Yeah, have a game as well. So there's uh there there's that as well. It's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is going to be kind of a spinoff of the Borderlands series. Mm-hmm. So don't expect it to completely continue where the last Borderlands took off. But I'm not sure. They say it's going to be a spinoff, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Maybe it's just after what happened with her, kind of go through the motions there. I'm thinking that's that's what it is. Uh, so. There's also cool. Godfall. Uh, there's an expansion, Fire and Darkness Lightbringer. Mm-hmm. And Homeworld 3 is still in production. For those of you who don't know, Homeworld 3 is a real-time strategy game that, they're, that they've been developing that uh, look, it's set in space. It's scheduled to take place – or sorry, to, to be – it says take place, but Q4 of 2022. That's odd wording. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Initial release date Q4 2022. So it's a little bit far out. Probably about a year and a half. And to um, take place in that time. Yeah. I, I, well. I, I don't know. <laughs> it says initial release date underneath it, but yeah. it was just weird. I think mm-hmm. Wikipedia uh, somebody screwed that one up there. But that's fine. Yeah. I mean, this. I love RTS games. I I love games like this. So this is looking like it's going to be a pretty big, pretty good game. Um. So very excited for that. So Gearbox, I think, did okay as well. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, However, and, yeah, the real question, and before we get to this last thing, too, I want to I go back to the question of the week here. Roughhouse, mm-hmm. in your mind, trying to be unbiased, who who had the best presentation? Who were you most impressed with? I'm going to be extremely unbiased here, and I'm going to tell you it was Microsoft. <laughs> I, listen, oh, I... Listen, this is the reason why. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I have I have a very good reasoning behind it. <laughs> For the very first time in a very long time, mm-hmm. you cannot say that you weren't interested in the fact that Microsoft is bringing its own IP to the table mm-hmm. exclusively. Like, this was their time to shine where mm-hmm. Sony decided to say, hey, we're not going to play with you guys at E3 this year. Mm-hmm. It felt like a Sony press conference because there were so many titles that were exclusive to Microsoft, not only exclusive, but are going to be right day one available to you if you have their subscription-based platform. And then on top of it, later on, one of the new IPs that are coming out that's from Bethesda Studios that's owned by Microsoft, the lead developer apologized for the fact that it was going to be exclusive because all the PlayStation people were crying about the fact that the the new Star game, I can't remember the name, Starfield was it called? Starfield, yep. Mm -hmm is exclusive to the xbox and like he apologized to all the sony people all the sony players that were complaining but guess what guys you guys have tons of ip that sony exclusively carries so yeah i'm sure plenty of xbox players like hate that god of war and uncharted and like all these games yeah so so. i mean guess what that's Mm -hmm. the world welcome to the fact that now you have to buy an xbox yeah, like, and it's like like all the Microsoft people have always had to buy a Sony. And to be honest with you, all the hardcore people have both anyway. So yeah, it's I've like, always had to. The people who are complaining are the people who can't afford to have two systems, probably. Yeah, and are like, oh, I can't do this, but but like it's like, and you chose Sony probably because it had so much exclusive IP. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was nice the fact that you could play Fallout and all those other games on your PlayStation, mm-hmm. but now you can't. Well, I mean, you'll play those old games, but none probably well, none let's, of the newer stuff. Let's so. let's let's hold our horses though, because we don't know those games aren't out yet, 
and we don't know if they're actually going to be good. It's Bethesda, so they probably will be, but you know, it, it, we got to wait. But um, I mean, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. There is, there was this feeling with the Microsoft conference versus everybody else of like E3 2008, 2009. Like it felt like, like you said, Sony conference, that's probably a really good way to put it because it felt like those old E3 conferences where you had the crowds like cheering, like when they, you'd hear like, like Final Fantasy, you know, 10, two would come up on the screen and you would just hear everybody in the audience be like, oh, this is amazing. And then like everybody would freak out and they'd cheer. And like, it was that, those hype, like getting tingle, tingly feeling moments. And uh, it, it, like, it felt like that because they had Halo, you know, shown and also announcing it's going to be free to play multiplayer. Like they had this awesome trailer for a bomb new IP at the end that also had comedy in it in Redfall. Like that's what I like to see at E3 conferences when you're like, oh, like that's, that's such a, such a cliche, but it's amazing, right? At the end of the conference, we're like, all right, well, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. But there's one more thing and it's freaking awesome. Cue the cue the clip, <laughs> and then it's just like this bomb ass game that they show, and then everybody leaves on that note. That is an E3 conference. I think that Microsoft was actually the only one to capture the essence of the old school E3 conferences online like that. And yeah, it concerning like they they capitalized on what I think is Sony's mistake. I mean, Sony didn't go at all, probably thinking like ah f this, but because of how well they're doing with Game Pass and how many IPs they're having with Bethesda, I think it was a mistake to not compete with Microsoft at an event like this, because they have a big leg I up just, now. I, I just like to see... Uh, my biggest thing is, like, where is anything for them? Like, they already know God of War got pushed back. Like, what do they have coming out that's a Sony exclusive or anything to that effect that is going to make an impact in 2021 and i think maybe that's part of the reason why they haven't done any they didn't do an e3 and i know you're probably trying to look it up right now do they have anything coming up for any type of conference even their own like state of play oh conference yeah they do but it's not for a couple months i think right so yeah they'll have something what are they gonna announce that's gonna come out for the holiday season that's really gonna pump everyone up because to my knowledge, the last IP they had that was, like, big just came out in Ratchet and Clank. So, so there's, I know, there's... I don't know if there's anything else that's going to be coming out this holiday season. God of War was supposed to be it, but now that's been pushed back to next year, so... Well, they, no, they have... Trust me, there's still plenty of games. So there's that... Remember that game, Kena Bridge of Spirits, that's kind of, like, cartoony? No, no, I'm talking about something that is, like solid we know it's gonna do well like you're talking about something that we have no idea if that game's gonna hit or miss it could do either way that game kind of reminds me of a game that came out back in the origins of xbox like the original xbox there was a game that looked really similar to what that was horizon no 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 No. i can't remember the name of it but no no no. i'm saying i'm saying as far as triple a's that we know are going to do well that are exclusive horizon forbidden west is going to come out okay final fantasy we have a date on that that it's it's just 2021 final fantasy 16 says 2021 but i i highly doubt that i feel like that'll get pushed into early 2022 gran turismo 7 is also coming out 2022 so that competes with four yeah but but that's just but that's 2022 we're talking about this year and you know what sony just do it twisted metal put it up 
Oh my god, they need to put that. I don't understand why they're not utilizing that IP. That yeah. blows get the my guys, mind. Get, get the guys back together for another ride. You can do it. I'll be all in. Like I, I, I don't even don't care if you it. remaster the. I don't even care if you remaster the first one with some downloadable content. Oh, and Ratchet and Clank just came out. Ratchet and Clank literally just came out. I just, I said that. Like, if you actually listen to me while I'm talking. Sorry, to you, I was, I was reading, said, I was reading I the said, list. <laughs> I just said, like two minutes ago, that Ratchet and Clank just came out. Okay. okay so what okay. else do they have? What else do they have that's coming up? And which is why I'm saying. So it's really maybe Horizon. That's another. Maybe that's the reason why Sony wasn't at E3 because they really didn't have anything to show that was coming up for the holiday season because a lot of the stuff that they usually announce at E3, they usually put some emphasis on some of the stuff that's coming out within the holiday of the year. Granted, they'll always talk about stuff that's still coming out further, like stuff that mm -hmm. you'll be hyped for, like a God of War or something like that. But I think they need more than just Horizon to be a player in the game like they, if they had like an uncharted coming out in, in holiday season or like a twisted metal coming out this holiday season something like that would have probably pushed it i think in, in the yeah, issue really is too i think everything playstation has announced is it's already like it's done like they've already announced it there's release dates like mm -hmm. we have like mm -hmm. i mentioned that keena game there's a lot of new yeah, ips but, that are exclusive and then god of war yeah but they can show Horizon, off final fantasy so yeah but part of doing this is to not just show off stuff that you haven't shown before but show where new you stuff. are in the development of mm -hmm. those new things right mm -hmm. so like have people playing walkthroughs of like little parts of it so it's things like that that i think they could have missed they missed the boat on which disappoints me a little bit but hopefully their state of play that they're going to do in a couple of months will really push it forward and they're going to say listen the reason why we weren't in three because we couldn't we didn't want to phone it in like a company like capcom did or some other companies we're going to put our best foot forward and try to replicate what nintendo and microsoft did but we just can't do it at e3 because we just don't have the ability to put together the requirements to do so but yeah, we will have our own thing in three months so like come september Let's Which say. will be closer to the holiday season too, so that might right. be a and little bit more hype. And they can pop some people up with some November release titles, you know. And yeah, that might them. be that. It might be the timing. Sometimes that's what it comes down to is just the timing, right? Like maybe they mm -hmm. want to time their conference one or two months before things come out, as opposed to doing it in June when the holidays aren't even really close. So sure. Um, well, if you guys are curious, no. Xbox and Bethesda actually won best presentation. Uh, for the E3 awards and Forza Horizon 5 won for most anticipated game overall. So, which I mean, stands to reason it's Forza. Uh, whenever it's announced and upcoming, it usually wins stuff like Gran Turismo, same thing, same thing, right? So, mm -hmm. um, all right, so Rough House, Bro, what do we got? We got some deals. It ends on Tuesday, guys. So, make sure at, right after you listen to this, jump on Target's website because that's where it is and get Paper Mario Origami King. It or and or Pikmin 3 for $29.99. Both of those games are on sale, so you can jump right on their website. Uh, links will be in the description, so you can jump to it right after you listen or watch this. And uh, if you don't have them already, pick up Paper Mario or um, Pikmin 3 if you have it. So there you go. Those are the Rough House deals. And video game releases, I'm going to blow through these a little bit quicker than we usually do here, just so we can okay. wrap things up this week. There are wrap it couple things on here i'm pretty excited about though um alex kid and miracle world dx for everything on Hard. june 22nd so one day after you guys hear this 
Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Knights for Switch on the 22nd. Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective for PC, June 22nd. Yeah. A Lego game, Lego Builder's Journey for PC and Switch on the 22nd. Phantom Abyss for PC on the 22nd. A new season for Sea of Thieves, which that game is, is getting really popular now, especially with that Jack mm -hmm. Sparrow thing they, were, they announced. Um, will be June 22nd. Super Magbot for PC Switch, June 22nd. Fallen Knight PC on the 23rd. Out of Line PC on the 23rd. Legend of Mana PC, PS4, and Switch on the 24th is an amazing RPG game, JRPG. It is – it's actually awesome that it's coming to the Switch. That might be something I consider getting. I might be buying a lot of Switch games uh, coming up. There you go. DreamWorks Spirit Lucky's Big Adventure coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch on the 25th. Mario Golf Super Rush, which is sure as hell going to be going in my cart on the 25th. I am way more excited for a stupid Mario Golf game than I thought I'd be. I am, like, really wanting that game, man. Looks fun. Um, Scarlet Nexus, which we just, you know, talked about, is actually coming out on the 25th for everything, minus the Switch. Sad. Uh, Super Squad for PC on the 25th. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which they also announced at the Nintendo conference. We just didn't mention it is going to be releasing for the switch on the 25th that is i don't know how i feel about playing on the switch controller with uh with tony hawk pro skater but i'll tell you man that game brings back some memories man grinding that pipe all throughout hey the warehouse to get hey the points come on man nice some og stuff there that's it that's it so that's gonna do it guys uh we really appreciate you coming along on this journey in game wild please make sure once again give us a like and subscribe on youtube and give us a five star rating on apple podcast and give us a positive review on any other podcast app so with that being said quick thank you and we will see you next week on yet another edition of game one have a great week everybody